Today, President Trump declares a state of emergency to protect the inauguration amid FBI warnings of a huge uprising. And Joe Biden announces his aim is to defeat the NRA. Oh, boy, 2021 is a blast and it's just getting started. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by two of my very good friends, uh, Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans Show, who, by the way, has a huge announcement coming up on this show. We got the exclusive here at the News and Why It Matters. We will get into that later. Also, my good friend, back in Dallas in the flesh, Elijah Schaefer, host of the show Slightly Offensive, which you can see now on Blaze TV. Well, you can always see it on Blaze TV. I don't know how much longer yeah. you'll be able to see it. I'm just else. happy I, I got here because they were they were picking up a lot of people at the airport and blocking a lot of people from flying, you know, arresting people as they showed back up at their home states in Hawaii and different things. So I was just, when I exited DFW. Were you looking all around? Well, the cops were there picking people up you from took, my terminal. Really? Yeah. So, so you took a breath. I was like, they were there, they were grabbing people, and I was just like, <sighs> grabbed my bags and just was like, all right, I'm safe. So I'm, I'm glad to be here, actually. We're were you in disguise? Uh, unfortunately, no, and I wasn't oh. even wearing a mask. But, but <laughs> no. I, I was just like, I just held so my breath. you were breath. the opposite. I held my breath as they grabbed people and just said, Lord, I just want to see my wife and my dog. And yeah. he also answered prayers. I get to see you guys, too. Oh, yeah. well, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're safe. Um, and by the way, this, I mean, we've been covering it on the show, what you've been doing, the good work that you've been doing, but thank you, thank you. for doing it and putting, you know, your safety and your life on the line to make sure that you get the exclusive footage. It really does mean a lot to us. And so thank, thank you, you to Kez as well. Yeah. Hey, it's our, yeah, networks, our network's really good. I'm just saying that, yes. you know, I want to I point this out real fast before we jump into this. Yeah. The only reason why... I feel emboldened to be able to go out and to do things that even piss off, you know, Representative Eric Swalwell or get the FBI involved and take all of liberal Twitter against me is because we have a company that stands behind their their employees. And this is why it's not just a normal cancel culture company who just fires people. I mean, Glenn Beck, the founders, even even Tyler Carden, the CEO from the executives and producers, they've all said we are not dropping you no matter who drops you. We'll stand behind you. And this company which is why people that support it support the truth. And I'm just very grateful to be a part of this network. Yeah, amen. Well said. Uh, all right, so jumping into today's headlines, uh, the FBI is now warning that armed protesters are, I'm sorry, armed protests are being planned for uh, at state capitals across the country in advance of Inauguration Day. Uh, it's supposed to be uh, at all 50 state capitals from the 16th of January through at least January 20th, which is, of course, Inauguration Day, uh, and at the U.S. Capitol from the 17th through the 20th. And that has, of course, led President Trump to declare a state of emergency in Washington, D.C., ordering federal assistance to aid local officials uh, amid these claims. Uh, I think they just showed the poster. So those of you who are watching on uh, YouTube or on Blaze TV uh, or watching it on Facebook, you can see this poster. So these posters have been plastered all over the place, refuse to be silenced, armed march on Capitol Hill and all state capitals. It gives the information, which, of course, we are not condoning uh, at all. I think that I will be joined by both of these fine gentlemen at the table uh, when I say violence is not the answer here. It's definitely not what you want to do to get your point across that you are the good guys. Uh, so what are your thoughts, Yako? Yeah, 100% agree. 
And look, I can't be a hypocrite. The, the book I follow tells me I cannot go out and make vengeance mine. It just doesn't produce fruit. It, produced, it produces death and bloodshed. And, and so, you know, it's just not, it's not a solution. There are solutions that, yes, our voice has to be heard. And yes, we've got to rise up. But you've got to look at the poster, Armed March. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're declaring, the, the, you know, that's declaring a fight, you know. And so. And it does so. say, very small, just to add to that, over 200 years ago, our founding fathers fought for the rights and liberties of this nation. Don't let their efforts be in vain. That is true. But they fought in a way back then. I guarantee you with the hope that it should never happen again. If you go to the Battle of Franklin, where blood was in the streets, you couldn't walk but step on bodies. Every church was a hospital in in Nashville, Tennessee. I guarantee you those men, like any father, would say, I'm doing this so you don't have to. Right. So why do we want to go back? And people would then say, well, Yaku, we need our freedom. Absolutely. But there are ways to do it without this, because honestly, you got to think about this. Because when you shoot, someone shoots back. Yeah. Okay. And so, so we we got to be really sober-minded in our country at the moment, and and not take issues and elevate them to God's status, or take people and elevate them to God's status. We got to be very sober-minded. We got to think long-term. The nation is still more important. Okay. Than than just disfranchising everything. Elijah, I'm very interested in your perspective on this because you were, as we just discussed, on the ground. Uh, for the chaos that ensued at the at the Capitol uh, not that long ago. Yeah, I saw people get their entire cheeks ripped open, teeth fall out, holes in the sides of their head. I mean, I saw people, uh, I, I think I witnessed the first assault where they knocked a, a Capitol officer out. She hit her head on mm. on the stairs and seemed to go sort of unconscious. I think there's a lot of, a lot of violence, uh, more than you want to see, um, especially for your own countrymen. I think you know, no matter where, where you hold on this argument, I don't think anyone wants to be in a place where we're seeing Americans die or, or hurt. You know, I don't, I mean, even if you feel, you know, one is justified over the other, if you love cops, hate cops, love the people that did Capitol Hill or hate them, these are Americans and they're fighting each other and it's sad that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to point out on this sign though, I, I'm kind of alarmed at it, this poster. For Number one, not to be rude to, the, you know, the right wing or as self-described patriots, but a lot of the artwork is very boomerish. We're not the best at design. Um, and, the, you know, whenever I go to left-wing events, a staple is very well-designed, communist-esque style yeah. posters calling for violence. And when you look at this poster, it has all the tenants, the colors, the very, uh, you know, Soviet-Russian-looking artwork. Not only that, but the Statue of Liberty is mirrored the opposite direction, which is similar to the flag being fl- hung upside down. It's anti-liberty. And, you know, never, I think, actual gun owners and people who own fire know the implications and firearms bans in DC don't publicly call for yeah. for the uh, you know armament of people because they know the risks that come and actually being armed mm-hmm. this sounds like somebody who doesn't own a firearm that made this or doesn't understand the you know the responsibilities of firearm uh, ownership and so you know I'm also alarmed there's no uh, organization tied to this there's no group I've never seen a right-wing event without a group only left-wing events do do this where they just have a random call to violence or action so I would have to say that you know this appears to be a false flag to me mm. um, it's, you know, I would also say, too, that most right-wing people just organize on Facebook. They don't plaster signs around the city. It's a very left-wing yeah. tactic, uh, a very grassroots mobilization, because why would you post posters around Democrat cities to mobilize Republicans? That doesn't make sense, because you're going to mobilize Democrats pretty much exclusively. Um, I don't think this is 
a legitimate right-wing event. And I just will end with this. Anyone calling people to lead an armed insurrection on the government is very foolish because, you know, if you think that the response that they're going to get is similar to what we saw at the Capitol, they're stupid because I believe that the response at the Capitol was either due to negligence, intentional, Mm -hmm. withholding a force, or both, probably both. And as of right now, the sentiments in the country, if anybody takes up arms, if anybody seeks to assault a government building, I believe there's going to be a lot of bloodshed on both sides. And it's, it's a very dangerous precedent and one people should avoid. You know, I, I, if I can, just yeah. real quick, many traps have been set in, 20, in, in, in 2020, and here we go into 2021, and do not fall for the traps again. Do not show up at this as a true conservative that loves this country armed, because if you go look for a fight, you'll get a fight. Exactly. You're going to get a fight. And I agree with you. The person that did this, do they understand the power of ammunition? Do they understand that, again, the other side shoots back, and then it's death, and now you've got grieving mothers and you and got families destroyed. And this is how you tear a nation apart. This is this is how you do it. If this is a false flag and I lean in your direction on this for sure, Elijah, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Don't step into the trap because it can't do it can't do the conservative movement any good at all. It only reaffirms their point that, oh, you are the savages. Right. Oh, you are the hoodlums in the nation where we've stood by Mm -hmm. very peacefully for a whole year when our cities are shut down. People lose their jobs. People commit suicide because of financial strife and and just stood by. And no, you don't just stand by and say nothing. You use within the law your parameters, you know, and you and you do fight back. But honestly, Sarah, the way you change this country is you take the communities back. The conservative movement is terrible at planning long term. They do not strategize. The church doesn't strategize. We pivot, you know, four year to four year. We vote for president. We don't know the down ballot. We don't know who's the PTA leader at your kid's school. And this is where they beat, uh, they beat the conservative movement in Philadelphia county by county. Now, yes, they stole stuff, sure. But still, they rule the inner cities. Why? Because they care, because they do the hard work on the ground, right? Long-term planning. And all of a sudden we wake up one morning and we go, well, how did this happen? Because we're asleep. Mm. That's how you fight back. You got to take communities back, right? Within the rules of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Yaku, with some great points, I know that there are a lot of Americans out there who are frustrated, who are saying there's there's no other way. No one listens to us. The media is in the left's back pocket. How do we get our point across? Do you agree with Yaku that that that's where it starts? Well, I would say this, you know, I, I agree ideally with Yaku. I know what you're saying. But I also need to, you know, make the left wing aware of what happens when you censor people, when you ostracize, when you demonize, dehumanize people. Uh, you know, for four years, a lot of decent people um, have been backed into a corner to where they do feel like they're in desperation, that they can't do anything. And most of them, all they held on to was their faith, their family and their jobs. Mm-hmm. But with the shutdowns, I would say that public sentiments against police have changed to be a a uh, bipartisan Mm -hmm. um, perspective where a lot of people who you know have lost their jobs with police enforcement and the executive branch you know putting that into place people have lost their church communities and their 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 faith has gone into struggle you know mental health problems have skyrocketed suicides have skyrocketed i mean you can take a very stable man but you rip his faith in his you know his church and his his uh job away i mean people are at at a boiling point and then in response to this you what censor the president they elected 
you call everybody who voted for him a terrorist, even if my video evidence shows that the violence started before his speech ended, President yeah. Trump's, you still blame every single person. You start attacking journalists, trying to put them in jail who recorded this because of their political affiliation. I mean, I don't see this leading to a position to where anybody's going to feel like they can win back through grassroots. And I'm scared for our country. I'm genuinely, I was sick the day that that the after the capital violence i was shaking in my bed like i felt like i had a fever because i said man if if what they did with charlottesville where one person which was tragic heather Heyer, died where they kept that focused for four years and even though there were so many left-wing riots they just kept but charlottesville but charlottesville and then you know trump didn't even say that white supremacists were good people he condemned them biden the, the next running president still used that lie four years later i'm going if they were able to manipulate society and take so much and extrapolate and demonize the right wing from this one event I warned my viewers a month ago, I said, if, there's, if you get violent, if you do this, it's a trap. I go, because they're gonna use this to crush political opposition. And once I realized that, that the people had done what they had done, and when I'm watching the footage away from what happened, I'm going, America as we know it is over. They will use this event, not just to hold people accountable for violence or, or crime, which, which they should according to law, they will use this to dehumanize, deconstruct, and disempower every right-wing person they can. And unfortunately, it looks like I wasn't wrong, and, and I think we were all bracing for this, and it's going to get worse. Are you planning on, on being uh, at the Capitol or anywhere if these are taking place? I am not in a position to be able to travel at the moment. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll hope yeah. that there is someone yeah. as courageous as Elijah to be on the ground. Uh, I know the Daily Caller, Richie. Over at the Daily Caller, I think a lot of people are not in work, the po- aren't really in positions. I think they're coming down on all the journalists, look, which is which is terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean that's terrifying. That's so now we don't get again. what's really going but on that's on a way the to ground again. Look, I, Elijah, I'll say this: where I've seen these situations play out in the world and how they get rectified, I'm talking serious genocide, and normally it's Africa, right? It's just insane. Venezuela, all these places, it's free market. You turn a nation in free market, and, and that means take ownership back. I'm just telling you, cause and effect. We are here today, whether you like it or not, because we have watched idly over time as they've eroded our education system. We stood by, we've taken ch- separation of church and state. And men, if you're a believer and you have any faith in this nation, you can't open your mouth, you can't say anything. Our 501c3 stood back and they couldn't say anything. And so it is a small forfeit, inch by inch by inch. And then you, you're backed up against the goal line mm-hmm. and you're defending the red zone all of a sudden. And yes, it broke out in civil war once and maybe it does again. And then sure, here's what happens in a fight. Two guys beat the living snot out of each other. They bleed and then they realize, okay, now we're both hurting. Our kids are embarrassed. And then they get to a place to say, well, we better find a way to pick it up again. And so it's not needed to go there. Sometimes it does. But free market can do a lot. And I think we need to do better at having alternatives in this country to just entrusting a select few, right? Because there's enough money in this country to have had news networks over the last decade, right? That would be fair and balanced, mm-hmm. right? There is enough, right? The players are just not playing. We need to engage and get the players to play, yeah. to compete. 
All right, we've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. Uh, now, if you are one of millions of Americans who you just live in constant pain, maybe you've reached the age where just everything hurts when you get out of bed in the morning. Maybe uh, you're carrying a new baby around like a sack of potatoes all day, and you're like, wow, I thought I was younger than this, and then I had a kid, and now I hurt all the time. Uh, whatever your aches and pains are from, you got to try Omega XL. It is backed by 35 years of research, and it attacks the inflammation that is actually causing your pain. So you don't realize it. You're hurting, you've got arthritis, you've got a knee pain, whatever it is. Usually it's the inflammation in your body that is causing that pain. So taking Tylenol, taking, you know, whatever over-the-counter stuff, rubbing a cream on it, that's not going to actually get the root of the problem addressed. It's just going to mask it. Omega XL will get down to that inflammation and it will solve your problem for you and get you out of pain. Uh, and uh, you know the uh, the doctor that uh, that runs Omega XL. I had a, a conversation with the doctor, and um, she said, "With my prescription pad, I can't write anything that comes close to doing what Omega XL does." And when a doctor actually says that about something that's natural you know that it really works because doctors don't usually sign on to this unless they know that it works. You got to try it if you are in pain. Go to Omega XL uh, right now, omegaxl.com slash news. You can get a bottle and then a second bottle for free when you buy the bottle. You can go to omegaxl.com slash news. That is omegaxl.com slash news. Back in a minute. With the discussion that we were having on, you know, journalists and censorship and all of this, you know, we've got Elijah Schaefer on the show who knows all about that because he has had to deal with a lot uh, of that over the past, what, six months? I mean, it's not yeah. just recently. Um, I'd like to talk about uh, Yahoo Year announcement. Yeah, very, very exciting. And so proud to be able to do it here. And, and I think we can all agree that you don't want to build your community your family dynamic, your platform profile, your business on a social platform where you can be turned off because we saw how quick they can just rip the carpet out from people. So for the last two years, I'm very proud to be a co-founder of this, but there's incredible people behind this. For the last two years, we've been building a brand new full service with all the features you love, social media platform. This platform was going to launch in February, soft launch, and then March. And as God would have it, we didn't know. And this was planned a year ago. All this happens and the team's working through the night, decades of experience behind the scenes. And it's called Free Space. And it's a full on social media platform with all your features and more such as VRS, Value Reinforcement System. And the Value Reinforcement System makes sure that you do not get marginalized. You cannot get turned off. There's no gamification that pushes you in a direction and brings content to what they want to push to you. You decide the parameters of what you see. You see everything. You're allowed to form your own informed opinions, both sides of the aisle, get all the information. You're not blocked off from certain territories in the country. If you have a community that's your community, your whole community gets to interact with you. The, the algorithm doesn't decide. When Marshall Blackburn had Zuckerberg on the Congress floor and said, Mark, do you guys have trafficking activity on your app. He's answered, he pled the fifth, and then he says it's an algorithm. Correct. A human being wrote the algorithm. This time around, no human being went and wrote an algorithm that's going to marginalize you or turn you off. So it, it's, and, and this is free space. It's built. It's not being built. 
Mm-hmm. It's not coming in months to you. It's coming in days. We're talking about a week from today. The public will have their hands on a platform, which I've put in your hands today, right? And it's, and it's operating behind the wall at the moment where they can truly go engage and build community. But the value reinforcement system is amazing because it rewards good behavior. It re- parents love this and we've tested it in 200 markets. Parents love this, right? It reinforces good behavior, right? It, it builds community for you, with you, and you set parameters in your community. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna have all the features, everything you do. Hosting, posting, chat. It's got an incredible internal uh, um, you know, function that works almost like a, a Zoom, mm-hmm. where you can have multiple go-to meetings, et cetera, et cetera. So very exciting. Our nation needs it. There's phenomenal people behind the scenes. So it's called free space, and truly, it's free space. And you said it earlier, it's not for the extreme left, it's not for the extreme right, it is for unbiased, true conversation and community. And with some really cool apps that someone like a Facebook, for instance, doesn't have. But this is a real competitor, and it's happening, and it was announced first, right here with you, Miss Gonzalez. And you'll see it all over the news, it's coming, so next week. It's easy to use, too. What I was going to say is that, you know, people keep trying to make Twitter com- com- uh, competitors like Gab or Parler, yeah. and they're not like the most user friendly. And also, not everybody who doesn't like work in politics wants to use those kinds of like text apps. Most people want to share pictures of their dog. Uh, myself, I'd rather put my, my show up and videos up and engage with with the audience. And it had a very familiar interface because it reminded me a lot of like Instagram or Facebook, like these trillion dollar, billion dollar companies. But it's but it yet it was like wow, this works and actually functions well, which a lot of apps don't, but it's also with the similar icons and things that I'm used to and the functionality. So it's like, I'm going, oh, my dad could use this. Like my grandma could use this because exactly. my grandma can't use parlor, you know, like <laughs> she couldn't. And so when I was going, I was like, oh, I could actually adopt this to different types of people, but it's still detailed enough that someone like myself as a content creator could functionally build an audience. So I'm excited. Yeah, and you make a really good point. And that was in the design, in the brain. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a mouthpiece. Those who really designed it said, look, we have to also allow a baby boomer to transition mm-hmm. from Facebook and come over and go, this makes sense. And then I've got it open here. I mean, you, you can see it. And the functionality, as you said, r- runs exactly what people would be used to this. And then there's, and then some. Yeah. And then there's more, right? Yeah. And, and remember, you can't be marginalized. And you can't be turned off. Yeah. And a beautiful thing for someone like you and you, Sarah, you can actually monetize your content inside the platform, which a Facebook does not allow you to do. So this is truly years and years of work by some really brilliant people to say, we've got to have it standalone. It's got to have its servers. It's got to be able to function and give it to the people and go have a voice and go have an amazing, amazing opportunity to build platforms and know with comfort can't just be yanked from you. Yeah, so suck at Twitter. That's yeah. right. Uh, all right, so free space. I guess is, is there a, a free space? They'll, they will have it. You'll have it available in the this, app stores. This or? is yeah. Oh, all over every app store. Okay. It's in fine. It's in the final process uh, through the app stores. It'll be available next week on Thursday. Today's Tuesday. On Thursday, we're gonna we will launch another tease here of a landing page where people can go to. <laughs> Exclusive here on the News right. Matters again. They, they can go to and they can go say, hey, I'm here. I'm excited. Yeah. There's community building opportunities. There's an incredible philanthropic arm embedded yeah. where you can pick. And then, of course, I made sure with the team, thank you, that we are going to protect children from predators. We're going to make sure that children are not being sexualized through this platform. And we'll take a hard stance as a platform, which I couldn't get any of the others to do to say, 
you know, we got to protect our children, our future, and people should be able to have their own communities, their own identity, mm -hmm. right, and uh, not marginalize them. Well, uh, we can't wait, and thank you for sharing thank that you. news. I know the viewers are going to be very, very excited uh, about it. On the subject, though, of turning people off uh, when we're talking about today's headlines, as if we haven't gone through enough of how companies are shutting people off, uh, two banks that previously did business with President Trump are cutting him off following what happened on January 6th. So Deutsche Bank, is uh, they have announced that they will no longer do business with President Trump. And Signature Bank went even farther. This is the one that really pisses me off. They said that they would not do business with any lawmaker that voted against certifying the 2020 election results. So uh, all of his all of his banking uh, that he does in those two institutions, he is going to have to find new banks. So now we're to the point where the banks are determining what Congress should be doing because they're talking about lawmakers who vote. I mean, what happens when like there is really something? Well, let me just say this. <laughs> there are a lot of you out there who have very good reason to believe that there, uh, you know, was fraud. We don't know. Of course, you know, we don't want to get taken down. So I'm here to tell you that uh, Joe Biden is going to be your next president. And that's all that I'm really allowed to say. But what happens when there is even more and more and more and more uh, rumblings that are going on, that there is something sketchy? All like this is basically banks saying we're twisting Congress's arm that if they do this, we're not going to do business with them personally. Where does it end? Well, I think it started with J.P. Morgan Chase shutting down the bank accounts of Proud Boys, right? Yes. So this was in the, the, the personal and private sector. They were saying, okay, you can't bank with us. But you have to realize that in the matters of wealth, there's public wealth, which is like what people know about Donald Trump, and then there's actual wealth, the, the money that moves in the greater circles, money that people can't imagine. You're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars. People say Jeff Bezos is the richest man no, in America. He's the richest public CEO. Uh, but, you know, there are families out there with trillions worth of net worth that work work and operate in these banks. And these banks, uh, you know, are often working in conjunction with you know, the World Economic Forum, with the UN. They're trying to do this great reset, this economic program. Mm -hmm. And they want to squash populism because it threatens their power. Uh, it's not a conspiracy. This is open news. Right. They admit yeah. it, right? It's fact. And, uh, you know, when they're not doing banking with him, this is what we're seeing is where the, the global system, or some might even call it the new world order, is reimagining through pressure what a republic is. Because because a republic should be that elected officials are not acting in their own interest, but are acting on the interest of their constituents, even sometimes against their own good conscience, to let the government know that this is what my people want, right? I mean, they're not breaking the law, but they're saying even if they disagree, just yeah. like an electorate, right? The Electoral College might not agree with the, their right. constituency, but they have to vote upon those lines. Yeah. So what we're seeing now is when someone like Howley, or let's say Cruz, representing a red state, a red region of people who three-fourths of Republicans believe that the fraud... Uh, there was a great amount of fraud in the election through evidence and he's representing them what we are seeing is that the world systems technocracies are saying if you're a politician even if we haven't bought you out yet if you do not fall in line with the swamp and what we want to where you do what we're saying not what your constituents want we will destroy your personal credibility your life and possibly force you to lose your election because we will not fund you and so you see how corrupt this is that they will ruin you from the inside out if you don't fall in line with what these global leaders want and it should shock americans but not really be a surprise to realize that maybe perhaps we don't have a republic
Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a big difference between a republic and a democracy. Number one, you know, we are a republic. You know, people go democracy, democracy. No, we're a republic. But you're saying something that's so true. And I don't know if the viewer knows it. If, if you do, I, I, I'm, I'm not talking down. But over 60% of the world's federal reserves, right, are owned by private individuals, such as the Rockefellers, etc. Do you, do you for one second think those banks that are owned by those individuals are all of a sudden going to play nice? No, they're not. Earlier I made a statement, and here comes the opportunity. Whenever there's a wall, right, there's something to conquer, Elijah. That's just how I was raised. So all of a sudden now, private wealth in this country, you still own your private wealth, can now go do things like, for instance, a bank called Cross First Bank. Cross First Bank saying, we're pulling away from there, and they're pulling people from all over the place saying, come bank with us. And that's what you need to see happen now. People need to move away from these massive conglomerates decentralize your life. Mm -hmm. Don't put everything you have with one company, like even this bundle stuff. Yeah. I'm bundling my whole life over here. No, don't do that. D think, people, okay? Take control back because we need private institutions. The private sector now is the moment to rise up and revolutionize this country through commerce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. We've got uh, more to come. Stay tuned. Back in a minute. The bank called Cross First. That's where everyone's doing their work. A billionaire. Good news abounds, everyone. Joe Biden announced in a statement that he aims to, quote, defeat the NRA, which really goes in line with all of his talk about uh, unity and he just wants the country to unify and come together um, all while he's saying, hey, half of you guys who own uh, firearms and, you know, uh, support an organization that fights for you to be allowed to own your uh, firearms legally with the Second Amendment, I'm coming after you. It's just half of America, though, so it's fine. Uh, so Biden telling us another one of his priorities. So yesterday we heard that uh, Joe Biden prioritizing black, Latino, uh, Asian, female-owned businesses as far as giving them COVID relief. He's going to prioritize. So basically, if you're a white man, you're screwed. Uh, now he's saying that he wants to defeat the NRA. Not I, Should I, like, I'm, kind of, I'm getting a little nervous here, guys. Should, should I not be scared? Am I in Look, line also, to be scared? So, so does that not incite violence? Well, no, because he's getting rid of the weapons. No, 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 that's, no, that's no. no you're calling. No, you're flat. You can't. You I mean, can't, I agree with you. I'm just. You can't get rid of the NRA without going after the Second Amendment. Yeah. Right. right and just right. think for a second: if the Second Amendment can come down, then what other amendment is going to go? I mean, just. I mean, so, so. Yes, that that's that's a call for a fight. Well, and this is what gets me too is that there were so many people who were conservative but said they couldn't vote for President Trump because, you know, his tweets hurt their feelings or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you are voting to take away our second amendment because Joe Biden has made it very clear that now I mean, we could have the discussion whether or not he believes any of the Whether it's he him or those behind right, exactly. him. Exactly, but Yeah. Whatever the case may be, he is going to come after our Second Amendment rights. He has already said that he wants to ban uh, semi-automatic firearms. We know how Kamala Harris feels about it as well. Uh, and by the way, oh, high-capacity magazines. And he wants to, of course, tax owners of semi-automatic firearms. Uh, and which, by the way, that's like 
most of the weapons that we all own. They might do like it. Semi-automatic I mean, is yeah, a the very is per, common yeah, weapon. Yeah, the tax is per, per element. It's not just the weapon. It's yeah, the mag- per item. It's, yes. it's per item. Yes. Sorry, it's the magazine. So you have yes. 10 magazines. I mean, it's insane. So guys are basically just going to say, I can't pay the tax. Right. $100,000 tax right. bill. Right. You know, so I mean, congratulations I mean, to everyone who uh, couldn't stand voting for the president and had to vote for someone else. Well, I'm saying it's gonna probably going to happen because if they control the House now, yes. the Senate and yes. the executive, and when we saw John Roberts, who saw evidence of fraud in, in his own meetings, didn't want to call, he was saying who was going to be responsible for the riots. Basically, we saw the fall of, of the Supreme Court and that they wouldn't actually see a case that should have been seen from the Attorney General here in Texas because they were afraid of the, of the outcry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have lost our major institutions that even those who are meant to interpret the the constitution are so afraid of these corrupt politicians and what they might cause in terms of a civil war that you know i don't trust even the supreme court to defend our second amendment in this way Mm -hmm. and i think that they're figuring out legal ways to destroy this i think i think this is a very scary moment in something that should wake a lot of people up that we are living in an era where we are looking a lot like a maoist country Mm -hmm. and this is a complete takeover of everything that our forefathers fought for. And they fought for this to actually happen. And they knew this would happen. This is why, as amendments were written, this was put in place to make sure that once this happened, that there were protections in place so that we could protect ourselves from the government. Mm -hmm. And if the government is assaults us, and as we're even seeing now, is pestering people and getting involved even with credentialed journalists and going after them for political reasons, I mean, it is a sick and disgusting place that we are at, but thank God that we have these protections right now. And rather than living in fear if they go away they haven't gone away and i encourage people to continue to exercise your your amendments your free speech your second amendment and just make sure that you have what you need to protect your family yeah uh, and t- to add to that, as if it wasn't uh, divisive enough, Joe Biden also kind of uh, in hot water uh, because one of the women that he has nominated to this is the head of the Civil Rights Division at the Department of Justice. She has made the following statement that um, melanin endows blacks with greater mental, physical and spiritual abilities something which cannot be measured based on Eurocentric standards. So this is what we're in for, uh, for the next four years. Just a lot of, like, divisiveness. Uh, You thought the President Trump was divisive, guys? The left? Oh, boy, just wait. Look, someone said this to me, and this is way before the election, right? Um, A couple things. They had hoped that Hillary Clinton would win. Same person said Jakob, Barack Obama was not radical enough <laughs> for the for the the cabal, the yeah. party behind him. Then they said the same thing. They said maybe the Senate could protect Joe Biden because maybe he's not as radical as those who control. No, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Now you truly have a puppet. And the forces, the forces that turn the bank on and off. We're talking about, you know, international monetary funds, you know. IMF and all these guys. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know if even if Joe Biden as a president had a conviction to go, you know what, something deep down inside of me still say we got to love Americans. I don't know how he stops the avalanche behind him, those who made him. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that was the Trump thing. They didn't make him so they couldn't break him within the law. Right. Right. And that was the major frustration because he was a thorn. Now, I don't know. 
with the Senate not being, even if Joe Biden had some sort of a moral compass or something, I think even that's, even that's to decide. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if all this good news wasn't enough, we've got more coming up. Stay tuned. Back in a minute. In other news of unity and healing, Project Veritas released a new video today exposing Michael Beller, who is principal counsel for uh, PBS, the public broadcasting system. Uh, just, just as a reminder, PBS does take taxpayer money for their organization. So keep this in mind. Uh, but principal counsel for PBS, this is his conversation with an undercover journalist uh, discussing Trump supporters and exactly what we should, you know, what should be done with us. Watch. Homeland Security will take their children away. And we'll put them into re-education re camps. Trump is close to Hitler. What are you going to do if Biden wins? Go to the White House and throw Molotov cocktails. That is, that's good. That's really good, you guys. Those kids who are growing up, knowing nothing but Trump, you know, for four years, you got to wonder what this is going to be like. you got to wonder what kids growing up with Trump are going to be like. They're raising a generation of intolerant, horrible people, horrible kids. Right. Oh, but it's cute because they'll call them enlightenment camps. They're nice. They have Sesame Street characters in the classroom. They have Sesame Street characters in the classrooms. They oh, they watch PBS all day. It's good to live in a place where people are, you know, educated and know stuff. And can you imagine if you live It's good to live in D.C. where people are educated. Can you imagine if you lived in one of these other towns or states where everybody's just stupid? It's great. COVID is spiking in all the red states. That's great. Because either those people won't come out to vote for Trump in the red states. Or a lot of them are sick and dying. So, I mean, you know, when we want to talk about tolerance and uh, unity, I mean, what is more unifying than wishing death upon oh, Trump supporters and oh. wanting to put their children in re-education camps? Nothing to see here, guys. Just a, a public broadcasting network that takes taxpayer money. <clears throat> you know what it looks like when you make an agreement with the devil? That's what you look like. Yeah. And that's how you speak. And you're talking about my children. Okay? So come to my face, buddy. Come to my face. Come say it here. You're not taking nobody's kids. In my world, when a guy's talking about taking people's children, he's a pedophile. Mm. Okay, you're talking like a pedophile. I'll go straight up. Th th that is the you want to. That's hate speech. That is hate speech. That I mean, is if inciting. We're, if, if we're going what, what we to qualify about? things, that is hate speech. Yeah, inciting hate violence. Speech. It's just like literally violence. Like I mean, if you want to say speech is violence, right. He's saying throw Molotov cocktails as commands of violence towards government. Probably buildings. one of the largest cowards in the country. Mm. Talking to the bar. Yeah. 
Right. And and I mean, you know, I'm sure he probably would would pawn this off as, oh, well, I was just joking. It was just a joke. But it's like, okay. That's when people well, are serious. When they say joking, you really, what the heart's filled with, the mouth runs over with. Right. And yeah. I mean, it, that's real. Jokes should be funny. That's right. how a lot of people feel, by the yes. way. Yeah. That's I, I, real. I, I embed mean, that's a lot such an elitist, like that's yeah. a total yeah. DC I embed thing a lot say. there in DC and people genuinely think that that they know better. This is the elitism like pandemic is that they're in such a cesspool of an echo chamber that they think that everybody who isn't there is dumb mm -hmm. and that everybody who wants to, you know just their own rights, their own liberties, again, a republic, have their own representation in their own areas that they just don't know good enough and that mm -hmm. the state should take control. These are evil, sick, twisted people and they really would be okay if you died. And you see as he's laughing at that, he's going, I'm okay if those people die. They laugh at your death. They, they think for most of you watching this that you, your life is valueless. And that's why they, you say, well, how can they just have these shutdowns that ruin our lives? That's because they don't they care don't if you care. die. They don't yeah. care about the people. They've never yeah. cared about the people. It's about them. It's about staying in office. Both sides of the aisle, by the way, okay? There's corruption on both sides. They're all about their own heights. They don't serve the people. Those days are gone, elected by the people for the people. It's time we get back there. Yeah. Look, I'm the guy who was an immigrant and said, I can't believe you guys don't have term limits. I can't, right. I can't believe people can just make this a career thing and not solve any problems and just take care of themselves and siphon money off and come up with programs so they can just siphon money off. You know, it, it's insanity. Well, when you hear stuff like this coming from the left so often, it, I mean, you empathize with, you know, people who are tired of being gaslit, right? I mean, you can understand the overwhelming sense of just frustration with uh, the conservative right with, you know, uh, the average American with someone in flyover country who may be in a red state who might even lean left, but is just tired of being talked to like yeah. they're stupid because they own a farm. Exactly. I mean, well, you can understand. They're only feeding the nation. <laughs> right. Only feeding the nation. You right. idiot. Are you going to stop eating? Are you going to farm yourself? Listen, did I or did I not just hear a guy called Donald Trump Hitler? Yes. And then he's talking about putting kids in camps. Right. Yes. It, yeah, the irony Mental there. illness. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's where it comes to as well, like where they say, oh, people who believe in two genders are just bigoted, they're mentally ill, they haven't learned enough. And you go, you're the one who looks between your legs and can't tell what <laughs> yes. your sex what is. What is. I'm not the mentally yeah. ill one. Right. I have no problem with people playing make-believe. Children are adults. It's a free country. Yeah. But it's like, you can't twist this on us yeah. saying that we're the, the Nazis when you guys are the ones full of hatred, you're the ones who think that you're better than everyone, and then you think that people dying that aren't a part of your political party is an okay thing. No. That is the recipe for a holocaust, that's the recipe for a genocide, or at least for political marginalization. You're going, exactly. I don't think, I don't like DC, I think it's disgusting, I think the people there are horrible. Every time I go there, I just want to go home. But I will say this, that I don't want those people to die. Right. Of course not. And that's the difference. Because you got a moral, you got a moral bone in your body. you got moral fiber. They don't. This is what I'm saying. It's like an agreement with Satan himself. They don't care about life. Yeah. Amen. All right. Back in a minute. On so many fronts. Evil. That's straight pure evil. Hey, don't forget, if you have not yet gone to wherever you get your podcasts, your audio podcasts, I know you like to see our smiling faces every day, but wherever you get your podcasts, go there, uh, rate and review the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to it as well, because when you do that, more people are able to find this news program, which we know is the very best and your very favorite. Hey, here are a couple reviews for you from uh, 1970 JRT. 
who says it's so nice to have a trusted news source in a time where big tech is censoring everything and bending the facts to fit their narrative. I thank God Glenn Beck has the balls to keep this wonderful channel going. Uh, nice to have Sarah back. Always <laughs> wonderful to hear wisdom from Yako and Eric. Keep up the great work. Glenn's balls. Best I podcast can't. available. Now Elijah is thinking about things that he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think you read this before you read it, did you? I, there it is. Hey, I'm there glad JRT spun it straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the chutzpah. Uh, Here's one more. Cajun conservative said it's better than the five. Uh, they blow the five on Fox out of the water. This is the best roundtable in media. Just the news that matters and the most insightful people telling you why. I get nothing from Fox anymore. The truth and entertainment live at the blaze. Yes. There you have it. I mean, we don't mean to brag or anything, but we're kind of awesome. So make sure that you go there. Maybe you'll see your review. We'll read it on Five air. Stars. You got to go there, rate it, review it, and subscribe to the news and why it matters wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.